All right. Here we go. Welcome, Quentin. Welcome, kind sir. Uh, about time you came. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. It's been ready. So, guys, welcome to Jackass Flossy. As always, Josh Jensen. I'm here with my buddy, Quentin. Um, today, we're probably going to be diving into, I don't know, like sports psychology and stuff like that, because yeah. I know we had a conversation about that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but before we start going into that, let's go into who you are. Like, why are you interested in sports psychology and what got you, like, what are you doing today and what got you to where you're at, I guess? Yeah, it's, it's actually, uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird kind of like journey to where I was at. So sports ecology has been always an interest of mine. I'm going to, right now I'm not going to school. Right now I'm working as a wraparound facilitator. So that means like I work with uh, child welfare and, and I pretty much provide support for the families. Like I coordinate services. I kind of talk with everybody, provide one-on-one services to the kids. Mm -hmm. And so like I kind of do that right now. I also, um... So, but really where, like, sports college kind of started was, like, in college. I really was, like, one of the many people where, like, I went to school and I was, like, cool, I'm here. What, what now? Do I do? <laughs> what am I doing? Where do I go? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I went to Sac State and I didn't really know what I want to do. I actually, like, at the time, too, I wasn't, like, I, I did some high school sports, but I wasn't really that good. I had, like, bad asthma, like, not very athletic, and, like, I wasn't doing a lot. And so I found... I had a friend who was a gymnast in a like a, a psych like intro psychology class. Was she, she a gymnast at Sac State? Yeah, at Sac State. Oh, she was okay. competing, and she's like said like, "Oh, there's like this lady. She's a sports psych. Like you should talk to her. She seems real cool." And I'm mm -hmm. like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." And I found her like in the kinesiology building. And I like stopped in. I said hi. I talked to her for a couple minutes, and she's like, "Oh, I like you. Like come into my class." And she got me into her class oh, the next cool. semester. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool." And then like, you know, like I went to the class, and I wasn't like wasn't very social like I, I like people know me i usually talk a lot now but like back then i wasn't really talking a lot and she's like i'm gonna get you to my like uh come to my office blah 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 and she starts like poking at me and she's like you know like like what do you what do you what, what do you want to like do and what do you want to gain and she's like and she she showed me pretty much like i did the whole like uh like she like pretty much pushed me to like pick a goal like pick something, yeah, pick I, something. I, I had no direction i had mm -hmm. like i was pretty much like was this my, your first year or was this this was my yeah my second semester i think or third semester oh okay yeah i was just like not really knowing what i was doing yeah and i was just getting my all my general ed done I'm like i'm not gonna have any general ed to get done soon and like that's i need to pick a major mm -hmm. and um i was confused and uh she like got out of me like hey um I want you in my classes and then she like told me like hey let's like and this is how i got into like you know boxing and, and fighting and she's like you know what like what do you want to do and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna join all my fitness i'm gonna train with team alpha male one day blah, blah, blah. like and i was saying this like never throwing a punch in my life yeah <laughs> like not doing any of it and then so i kind of started continuing that and as i started I, I joined the gym and then i started training just like basic intro boxing classes and i was like studying with classes yeah, just started. starting from some, yeah. from scratch really yeah and i like i had friends that were kind of athletes i was like i had a friend with a soccer player and i was like noticing all these things and i was just like oh this is super cool in and terms I, of like i wanted to understand like what's going through their head ah, because like okay. i had a friend that was a soccer player and he was really talented but he couldn't get himself disciplined enough to finish his schoolwork. Oh, he was that okay. classic kid. Yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. I legit, like, he would wake me up some mornings. I would, like, play goalie, kind of, like, fun. Yeah. And I blocked one of his kicks and my ankle swelled up. And I'm like, this cat kicks like a, like a monster. Yeah. But he wouldn't get his schoolwork done. And when he 
got kicked out, or like when he didn't make the team anymore, he like pointed fingers. And I started seeing that trend. Interesting. Yeah, I started yeah. seeing a trend. Like they, they started pointing fingers. They started like, hey, like it's a certain certain that they didn't want to face like, hey, themselves. Mm-hmm. Or they, I remember, and then there's another guy. Um, he was a football player, and we like we bonded because he like I walk in the dorms one day. He's like, "Yo, you like Madden?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> <laughs> and we had yeah. like the most epic games of Madden. And, like, oh, I nice. got to know all the football yeah, players yeah. like playing Madden tournaments. That's cool. We got kicked out of the dorms once because we were too loud. It was like got really hated. It was really fun. Nice. And um, like he, I remember him, and like I was like talking to him. Like he was in the freshman year of uh, college. He was third down like uh defensive lineman oh okay um, yeah he was like nervous he was like saying like he was talking to me about how he's kind of freaked out by it just being on the team and yeah being, being on the team like wondering if he's gonna get cut like he's being concerned and then like keeping in touch with him like year after year like and his second year he was a starter and then third year he was by far the best player on that team mm-hmm. and like you know like he he did the whole route he didn't like make it he, he got like um he didn't get drafted and you know, all this other stuff, but like, he was really talented. He was mm-hmm. one of the higher talents to watch in like in the field. Like he, there was like one football game where he did the whole like, caused a fumble, ran for a touchdown. Too, oh like, really? And, like yeah. he was just an athlete. Like he yeah. was crazy. But like it was funny to see him as like when I knew him as a freshman, as um, like this this super nerve. Like he wouldn't show it, but like when he was talking to me, like he would tell me like he was a little bit nervous about it. And then being a senior, and he's like. Totally different mindset. Like, I'm confident I'm going to be the best. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, a totally different mentality. And then being around the gym, like, I got to see all kinds of levels and people and just seeing how that kind of pulls out of people. And I wanted to understand how. I want to understand how those athletes get to that level. Mm-hmm. Kind of jealous because I wanted to find for myself. And how do you, like, how do you... And I, and I noticed with sports psychology, it doesn't just, like, hit one realm. It hits, like, like how you handle sports. How to handle information outside? How do you handle like everything? So it became like this whole encompassing kind of thing, where you need to get yourself in the best position possible to perform. Right. And it's different for everybody. Yeah, and that's everyone kind of has different humps to go through, right? Because I mean, some people, um, you know, we, we talked about this yeah. where I I played pretty high level soccer growing up. Yeah. I didn't I didn't exactly like go to college or anything for it. Um, different circumstances, but anyways, um, you know. When I was even at a young age, and I don't know if it was probably conditioned through my parents, you mm-hmm. know, your parents kind of just brainwash you into thinking whatever. Yeah. And not like in a bad way, but like, you know, you, you're kind of raised with some values, right? Yeah. And um, at least for me, w- when I was growing up and playing soccer, I wanted to be the best there ever was and ever will be. Yeah. You know, and clearly that hasn't happened since that we're here right now <laughs> but but you know growing up that was like just the only way i could ever rationalize things and it it always made me upset when my team wouldn't do that yeah and it, not all my team because there's some hard-working motherfuckers yeah. on there yeah. but there's others where it's just like dude what what are you doing here because i i'm taking this very very seriously and what's and, interesting is like I think because like you came from a team sport too, mm-hmm. like, and it comes with different kind of connections and pressures, mm-hmm. right? Because like you, you can't carry the team on your own. You need to have a coercive working unit yeah. that works together that has similar talent, and you have a lot of combining pieces. And so that's a totally different dynamic to deal with, let's say, than a tennis player. For sure, and, yeah. And, and that's fascinating because it's just different cultures. And then for you, like you had, you had to deal with the culture of like, okay, how do I cultivate motivation and hard work ethic into these my, my teammates? How do I help bring that out of them? to help support the team mm-hmm. 
and I and it's a different level of frustration when they don't. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, as a team, you know, and uh, mo- everyone in in the world works as a team at some yeah. point. You know, everyone hates working on school projects because someone doesn't pull their weight, yeah. right? And I think it's kind of it's very um, kind of ingrained in us evolutionarily to value teamwork and not just value oh yeah you helped me with something but it's like value everyone seemingly putting in the same kind of work and that carries over i mean precisely to team sports right you know i'm sure lebron james sometimes because i know kobe kobe would get after fools michael jordan would get after fools lebron it seems to be a little bit nicer but i'm sure he must get frustrated when he's carrying a team you know because he's like what the fuck are the you guys doing yeah and um but it's i feel like the real you know you come from world fighting right i think that is where the mental game is even more important because everything falls onto you there's no one else you could even you know blame or anything and it's weird because like the cultures like the way you express and the pressures are kind of different right because like a soccer game the way they process a loss is different like like, if I was a sports psych working, like, and I've talked to sports psychs, and this is what they kind of, like, give me a general feel on a very, like, general base with it. But, you know, if you're losing a soccer game, you have another one coming up. I'm going to get you refocused and focusing on the next game. Mm-hmm. A fight's three months. Like, a month camp, like, building up to yeah. that moment. My goal is to get you just mentally prepared just to get ready, just so you're calm. For that. And you're ready to perform 25 that, minutes. That yeah. one moment. Right, right. Like, because the person that shows up is the, the person you're going to get. And they, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy because... You know, me being, I, I, I was a goalie, right? Yeah. And um, it was kind of, <laughs> I remember way back in the day, right? Um, it was like my first season playing goalie, and I was on this badass team. I'm talking like we didn't lose at all, right? Yeah. And I was a goalie, and I was, I was really good. I just, you know, from a young age, just hand-eye coordination was really, really good. And um, we came to like our second or third to last game of the season, and I got scored on. Yeah. And that never happened to me. The entire season, I was just shutouts all the time, right? And I remember crying, like, just a little kid, you know? I'm just, yeah. like, weeping and, you know, whatever. And then my parents were like, it's okay. Like, that that happens, right? And it was such a... I remember that moment so vividly because it was just so hard on me because I felt like I failed, even yeah. though we still won the game, right? Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because, like what you said earlier, where... Oh, yeah, soccer, you have another game to worry about. You have another, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a goalie, it kind of even gets smaller than that because if you get scored on, it's like, well, you got scored on, you just have to, like, it is what it is, yeah. and you have to move on to the next 30 minutes to play, mm-hmm. 45 minutes to play. And it's kind of interesting because, like, y- you talking about fighters, they don't really have that. Of course, they have round by round, like, yeah. oh, I got knocked down that round, I need to fix whatever. Yeah. But when it comes to finishing the fight it's not like oh well i'm gonna be playing next weekend or i'm gonna yeah. be fighting next weekend i mean some guys get short turnarounds but it's like different it's yeah. just different because like it's like a lot of times you have to recover like if you look at mma fights a lot of the guys at least have i mean some like if they get a quick finish maybe they'll come back like a couple weeks but if you get take damage you take that you gotta let your body heal yeah you gotta let your your brain heal and right kind of go through that but the thing is that i, I think one thing you said earlier, and it kind of like, I kind of want to dial it back, and that's what I think I love about sports like, because you kind of like take steps and dial back, right? And you look to like your, the way that you handled like getting scored on, right? That'd be the thing that we look at, and like that's what we work on is like, yeah, letting go, letting go in the moment. Um, really cool thing in, in basketball they do is like sometimes they do phrasing, or they do other sports as well, 
like, I remember one at Sac State, the basketball players would do, like, hand, foreheads, follow through. So, like, if, if a player missed a shot, they would repeat that to themselves. Hand is forehead, follow through, which is the shooting form. Interesting. But it, it, the, the, the thing is that the word necessarily, they don't not, like, you don't need to learn how to shoot a shot. They do it every day, all day. But it was is a neutral statement to stop that whatever, like, mental freak out. Because if I'm a player and I shoot and I miss my three-pointers three times around, I'm like, oh, crap. Then you start getting nervous oh, and you're no. not going to take another shot. Not gonna oh, I'm going to pass it and then mm-hmm. get stolen and taken away. Because you're trained. Like, in basketball, you want to do, you, you take the shot every time. If, you're, if that's your shot, you take it. Right? You trust the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, like, when you talk about, like, work ethic, I want to make sure I don't miss this part, is that it's funny because, like, sports psych will, like, take it and, like, you move backwards. Right? So, like, I would ask questions about your parents. I would ask questions about your family, everything. I want to understand you as a whole person because all that plays into it. And, and then from your parents and from your experiences and stuff, you develop those values. Mm-hmm. Oh, from those values, okay, we can look into it and how to redirect you and then know what you need. Because, like, let's say you, in that situation, I would say you don't need, I don't need to tell you or work on your values or work on building motivation, right? You have that. Right. So the, the part that we work on then is letting go because right. you have that high standard yourself. Again, the danger of extremes if you're docking yourself, you're gonna di- like dip yourself for the next play, the next game, whatever. Yeah. We don't want that. We want you to you to be confident in yourself and be able to apply yourself. So then, therefore, I would help you with processing. Yeah. How do you? What do you do after a game or after a score to reprocess? And neutral statements would probably be one of them, where like it could be, like, ice cream sundae. Like it could be just literally like the anything. dumbest thing. One of my favorite things that uh, a sports psych told me was that if 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 a uh, if you had, like, if they had time, or they did it mainly in training, but like, if you had a negative statement to say about yourself, sing it to yourself in uh, "Happy Birthday." If you can <laughs> sing it to yourself, yeah, not even joking. That's funny as shit. It's it's, it's so funny because like, if you sing to yourself and happy, like, if I, I'm like, oh, I'm shit, I'm shit to me, I'm shit to me, and it sounds ridiculous, and you end up laughing. But like, the thing is that you get your mind out of it, right? Yeah. You're not, and you just don't continue. Yeah. Because like, yeah. if you let that. Everyone knows, like, like negative self-talk or anything else. It's a, let that resonate. It's just going to snowball down. Yeah, and it keeps building, building, building. Yeah. And then you just get crushed by it. And then you don't do anything. You just second-guess every decision. And then you end up hurting way things way more. Wow. Well, that's kind of interesting. I never thought of using something kind of arbitrary, like seeing happy birthday. And that's kind of in a positive or goofy yeah. light. And then you're just like, oh, well, that's kind of funny. You're right. And, and that's a big thing like that I realize even in my work now. Like, a lot of the kids I work with or, like, people... Like if you if you have a core belief that like you're not good at something or you're not this, I'm like you're good at it. Does that work? Like a lot of times yeah. it doesn't. Like, yeah. like people don't it doesn't register. Like because they built this belief, so you work towards towards neutral statements first. Like a neutral statement, like, in, like for example, a lot of times in training, people are like, I can't say something. Hey, you're you're a great striker when they're not, and like they're not gonna believe you. But like, hey, you put the work in today. Right. That's. Hey, you, you know did. you're not. Yeah. You came to practice. You put the work in. But that's something to start building. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so, oh, you did really good on that combination. All right, your hand speed's getting better. Okay, your, 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 your picks on your punches are getting better. Your setups are getting better. You're a good striker. Oh, why? Because I got the setups, the strike, and this. Then you have, like, things to build off of. Then they can start building that belief. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, people that just get told... You're oh, good. Like, it's yeah, kind of... If you believe you're bad, like, if... if, if um. 
you have a negative belief and someone just says a positive, most often or not, it's going to get pushed back. Like, it doesn't just... It's like, well, I don't believe you because yeah. you're just saying Yeah, that. you're just saying that or I don't believe it in myself, therefore I'm going to push back. Mm-hmm. It helps. I believe, like, when people, like, if you're providing support and stuff to say kind things and things like that, it does work because it, over time, but, like, a lot of times, especially with athletes, I think it's... It's, it's hard. To it's hard, it. yeah, because you take it so seriously. Yeah. So back to your high school career, right? Because you told me that you only won you only won one wrestling match or something like that. One or two. So what? Terrible. My question is, is like, what got you from that point to the point where you're at now in terms of um, being comfortable with kind of sucking, right? So like, what were were you always comfortable? like with that or was it something you kind of had to overcome that's a good question i i don't know because like i walked away from it like i so i did well, high, i did high school try to ex- yeah, yeah explain I, i'm gonna i'm trying to walk through it like and, and i walked high school football i was bench i went bench didn't make basketball so i did wrestling and i saw and i loved wrestling like i really did like it i, I just was not i was just not good i yeah. just i don't know like i just didn't ha- and also i didn't have the mentality i didn't have an aggressive mentality i was very soft i was very like, wouldn't push harder than I would always, like, feel like um, my asthma coming on or I'd feel like something going wrong. And, and, then I, would, just... and I would buy into it even more mm. and I wouldn't push through mm-hmm. and, like, I would, I would just succumb to it. Mm-hmm. I think what changed was, I don't know. I, I think what changed was that when I, I think I was around good coaches and I was around good people. I was in the right mental mindset at the time where I wanted to make a change. So, because like that's where college you're talking about. Yeah, here. college kind of happened. I think when I first joined the gym, and I was like my boxing coach. He didn't have me focus on too much. He just he wanted me to, um, just work on the basics. Like I wanted to, and then he had me like spar a little bit light. But he would always like be there. He'd be on my case and he'd be pushing through. And at that time, like I was kind of figuring myself out a little bit. So like I kind of wanted to prove myself, mm. you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. So like for me, I don't know. Like I had like some tough things going on. It's so, like. Um, I wanted like something to show like, Hey, I'm like, I'm now an adult. Cause like, I didn't really have anything that like kind of signified that. Yeah. I'm going to college. Yeah. I'm taking care of some stuff, but I didn't really feel like, Hey, I, I, I took care of business, I guess. Right. Right. And so boxing became that for me. Interesting. And so like, I was like, Hey, like, I, I, cause I managed my diet. I managed my training schedule. I focused on skills to build. I built myself up to a fight. Then I did the fight and my first fight I lost. I fought a dude that was like missed weight by 10, 15 pounds. Holy shit, 10 or 15 pounds. <laughs> I know, it was really, oh it was kind of messed up. And like the promoter was like, you're not going to back out, right? I was like, Fuck, no, I'm not going to back out. I'm going to take out. on this, this dude. Guy's probably like 30 pounds over than the me dude, now. And <laughs> the dude beat me. And like I lost my split decision, but the dude beat me. He did a lot better job. Yeah. He hit hard. I'm and, like, fucking and, and 10, I'll, 20 pounds. <laughs> shit. It was fun. <laughs> I still, but like, I think it was just the environment. I think the environment of the team there. And then the people around me and the coaches, they kind of kept pushing and encouraging. And they knew how to talk to me. I think they, 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 they took time. They, they, they learned me and they, they knew how to push me. And I was mentally at the right point in time where I wanted to progress to as, progress further. I didn't Kind of as a human being. Like you kind of just you naturally growing to yeah. I was adulthood, to fi- adulthood or something. Yeah. I wanted to figure myself out. I wanted to get everything. It was just the right recipe. And I don't know what shifted, but it's pretty much like at some point where... I realized that if I keep buying into like, oh, I'm hurt with this or as this, and I and I understand injuries. I understand like it's hard to push through, but like I wanted, I wanted that thing more. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to compete. I wanted to be a good boxer. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, it just bought into it where I just wanted more. 
and this reminds me just now of stories that like I would actually ran into a similar wall um, where I got like after sparring I would sometimes cry like especially in the beginning like I, I wasn't sparring like crazy I was really bad I was I was like just getting into it so mm-hmm. I was like I was sparring really bad I was getting really frustrated I ended up sitting in the crying and then one of my one of my friends who's like a fighter came over to me and he's like dude what's up and I'm like uh, like I, I keep up i can't get the combos right i can't mm-hmm. set up people right i can't get any of this right and he's like dude why do you do this do you like it because it's easy or do you like it because it's hard if it was easy would you freaking do this shit like True. not I'm like, I'm like you love you you, you freaking love this because it sucks so much i was like oh i guess you're right wow <laughs> i was like it does suck but like i do love it for that yeah yeah and so like i don't know like that mentality changed too where like when things that come hard and kind of like i think you I feel like, i think we talked about this a little bit you embrace the suck of it and i bought into it mm-hmm. and i realized that when i bought into it and i and i and i fed into it i saw the started seeing a little bit of results and right. i started seeing that like oh i started you know people that would normally whoop my butt whoop my butt a little bit less and i was able to recognize that i was like cool oh okay. i didn't suck as, as, much, as much as last time yes and then also mm-hmm. i'm like oh and then i started catching them and i started getting them i'm like okay yeah you know right and then you just build off that yeah then i think doing things that you suck at is kind of not even things that you suck at but mm-hmm. doing things that are so challenging whether that be physical or mental or whatever yeah. emotional like doing things that are hard is only going to make you better as a person because i mean after my soccer career right i tr- kind of transitioned into crossfit yeah once again i wanted to be the best crossfitter there yeah. was didn't happen don't have the genetics for it i'm not strong not really that fast i'm just very long <laughs> like don't put on masks yeah. right um but i you know i was not good i was not good at it i was not like i said i wasn't strong enough to do yeah. it like I, if it was anything any lightweight sure that's fine but compared to other you know like you're probably way the fucking way fucking stronger than me just because i need to work on that a lot more as an athlete versus other guys it became age. those components to you that like the things that we need to yeah. work on and it was like it got to a point because it, got, it honestly really got to a point where when I was 17, you know, I'm seeing all these videos of these other 17 year old dudes and they're lifting crazy amounts of weight, doing a lot more work than me. And I would, I kind of felt the same thing that you kind of felt where I, you know, I wouldn't cry or anything, but I would definitely come out of training sessions and I'd be like, holy shit. Like I am just, I, I cannot do this for the life of me. Right. And I would actually come into training stressed out and you really shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be coming in stressed out. Yeah. You should be coming in overjoyed to be be there, right? Because you get to do the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of like, and this is all me reflecting back on it years and years later. But it got to a point where I just more or less stopped for. Oh man, I want to say like eight months or nine months or something like that. Just stopped working out like yeah. almost completely. Yeah. And I've worked at gyms my entire life, and it was because it was stressing me out so much that at least with soccer i was good enough and i could i knew that i could potentially be something yeah but with this it was like i wanted something so bad and i could not like inch that long. i could not yeah exactly i just couldn't push it forward even though my mind wanted it really really bad mm-hmm. and as a young athlete that was just really hard for me to just even wrap my mind around and then now like you know now my idea on training is totally different like i do it because it's it's fun and it's yeah. hard it's hard to do it's hard to go into my garage and 
go work out every single day and kick my own ass or, you know, um, but it is kind of interesting. You kind of have to go through those growing pains as an athlete. Really like an athlete, I think with like a lot of passions developed, like, like pick what you enjoy sucking at. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. do a bunch of different things, suck at it for three months straight. Like, can just somehow commit to it for three months, and then if you still freaking hate it, don't do it. Fine. But, like, you find out what you suck at in the best way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, you suck, but, like, you love it. Mm-hmm. That's what the most important part. And, yes, when you get to, like, and that's what I think a lot of athletes do sometimes is that they get lost in it, or, like, it becomes, like, so much pressure onto it where they start getting stressed out to training and stuff, rather than, like, oh, I forgot. I really just enjoy freaking doing this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like when it boils down to it, I, I don't know what happened to me because I was like, I'm like outside of it. I'm like, I don't like, yeah, it's even, weird even smacking at... a fly. I feel bad. Yeah. And then like, and, if, and like, and then I step in the ring and someone's there. I'm like, let's fight. Yeah. And like I'm uh-huh. game. Yeah. Like, they hit me in the face and I get like game, but like, I get That's fired right. up. It's, it's time to go. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, it's so crazy that you sometimes have to like. like remove yourself and think about these things and be like hey you know like does it really matter does this this whole thing this grand scheme of this yeah does this really matter in terms of me not hitting certain progress points i should be hitting yeah it's like because odds are you know you're coming into the gym or you're coming into you know um boxing or whatever and odds are you are progressing at some rate yeah doesn't mean that it's going to be rapid progression because of course you know when you're brand new at something you kind of rapidly progress because you go from being really sucky at something to being you know a lot less sucky and like it, the and this is one thing a lot of people who don't work out don't do anything physical don't really understand yeah. is like when you first start your trajectory of like being better than what you were is like almost exponential you'll yeah. be like one day like every single day you'll see progress but then it'll get to a point where your progress becomes very much less very very much less because my brother like for instance my brother he recently started working out and um he was saying like uh, the, within the first month he went from like deadlifting 95 pounds to 185 pounds in one month right but it had to go with technique. There's a lot of things I coached him on to yeah. coach him up to that point. Yeah. And, you know, he could always do it. He just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. But, you know, for a young athlete who's never really worked out at all, they see that much progress. They're like, oh, my God, I just put on yeah. 95, 90 pounds or 95 pounds on my deadlift. I'm going to do that again next month. And I'm also going to do that again a month after that. Yeah. Because we try to see things very linear- linearly, right? But that's that's not how things work right and just because you're not hitting higher highs and shorter amounts of time doesn't mean that you're not progressing and i think that's something super important to keep in mind that's like one of the big milestones i think a lot of athletes get held up by because they're of course like and like you look at athletes right in the high school level like the the skill differential is huge oh it's massive collegiate gets a little bit less yeah and professional is so small like the athletic ability Mm-hmm. Right, and they're they're expecting if you like have all these expectations, like again the danger, and then you also see a similar miss is that it's dangerous to live in the life of shoulds. Like I should be doing this, I should be doing this. There's a lot of things we should be doing, but I should be a millionaire. Yeah, we all should. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it enough, it will come to existence. <laughs> but like you can't. You got to take yourself where you're at. 
and right is redirecting what that looks like, what success looks like, because as you get bigger, it, the margins get smaller, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and a lot of people find turmoil in it, and they they feel like, oh, am I really good at this thing? Am I really, especially people that are like phenoms, and that do mm. really well for a long time, and they get that first hit of resistance, of, yeah, of adversity. Not gonna lie. I have a sick satisfaction, like, if I go up against an expired prodigy person that they're all, everyone's talking big shit about, and I get to clock them real good, and I look at them just, like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, they still probably kick my butt, but I'm like, I'm going to check you a little bit. Yeah. Like, 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 and, you know, you don't know. Like, people deal with it differently. And I know that, and that's honestly the saddest thing ever, because, you, like, you look at people like, like LeBron, I think LeBron James, or, like, Michael Jordan, right? They were prodigies that got checked. And they were able to continue forward, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's like the big thing. Like I think it's the biggest thing is being able to, when you get that, whether whatever stage of your athletic career, when you're hitting that he- heavy level of failure or whatever you're questioning yourself, and you stick with it, right? Because this goes to the idea of like, um, right? Like a lot of psychology is like you change your mind, you change your actions, right? A lot of it as well as you change your actions, you change your mind, right? Even that I feel bad. I feel like I suck. And I feel this. If you keep doing the thing, you will gain results. Right. It will look differently. And like, and some people will have to check it, like especially if it's athletic context, like, okay, am I, is this my thing in this way or this way, whatever. Mm-hmm. People will have to force you face things. No one's not, everyone's going to make it professional. It's, it, it, whatever. It changes. But being open to the change, being open to that shift is important as well. So what do you think in terms of, because what we're talking about now is pretty much resiliency. Yeah. And that's, you I know. I think one of the biggest concepts. One of the biggest things not only for athletes but for everyone you, yeah. you need to be resilient because eventually you're going to hit a point where you're going to be like well shit like this is really really tough it doesn't matter what it is yeah right so what do you think the best ways of building resilience is because let's say i'm someone who lays around all day and i don't want to work out i don't want to challenge myself mentally like how yeah. would you get to the point of working up to doing hard things because you know we're talking about this like yeah yeah just do hard things duh but yeah I'm like, but but that's hard to work up to you know yeah and, and, then, that, and that's hard because like it, it's different for everybody it's so, like like again some people get taught this really young like i'm like um my family was well off but like my dad had a ranch right and so like if i back talked or anything i'd have to work on the ranch I'm like go go dig a hole and i was like why am i digging a hole and he's like i don't care just because dig I a hole so. i know i had to dig the hole or like i had to get this done before sundown and and like you know like i would have to like whether i feel awful or not i would have to like or like take care of the animals like i, I didn't have that choice but like when it became up to like different things like let's say resilient like everyone has different things that need to be resilient like let's say schoolwork or something like that. I sucked at schoolwork like in the beginning. I sucked at studying. I'd always procrastinate stuff. I'd, when I get bad grades, I would like freak out. Mm-hmm. It starts with little margins, and I think there's a good story with a sports psych was like someone that was overweight, right? And they they were not going outside and stuff. And she was like, okay, first thing you get get some running shoes. Your first goal for the first week, put the running shoes on. Um, walk out your door and walk around the block. Now, if you put your shoes on and you walk out the door, um, if you really don't want to do it, go ahead and go back inside. Right? And then let a little, like, do that for a couple weeks. Right? And then said, okay, next time, like, go right and go down, don't go down the street. Right? And they build up. Like, but again, put your shoes on, go. It's like the same thing, like, people say, like, going to the gym, right? Just show up to the gym. 
Yeah. Yeah. It starts with those little steps of putting you in the situation to make a change. Because I can't, you can't make someone bounce back. You can't make someone like go and and face their challenges. But you can create the opportunities to. Right, they have to find it within themselves a little bit, and, and it's it's hard. It's not easy, but you have to create as many opportunities as possible. I I there's a lot of techniques out there, and and, and, and the only one that I can really spot in the top of my head right now that that I've seen really work is just the baby steps. Again, it's reframing what success looks like. Mm. When you're bouncing back, like you know, bouncing back means like bouncing back to to equilibrium, right? Mm-hmm. It looks different for everybody. It's like whether it bouncing back, let's say. You know, I'm trying to think like if if like say like your goal is to lose weight and mm-hmm. you mess up, bouncing back would be just trying again. Mm-hmm. That's your victory, or acknowledging that you've made that mistake. That's bouncing back. That's realizing that there's a mistake. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. Yeah. And then you keep working off that. You set goals. You set those little bits of increments to like, to go deal with it. Of course, there's components about resilience that are important, like having social support. So like. You know, there's these factors. I, I can't remember all on the top of my head, but there's a lot of factors that go into resiliency. And so you can take those factors, incorporate them in your life, and that will help as well. It's like mm-hmm. holding someone accountable. Like, I'm my goal is to like drop 10 pounds, and you know, I have to talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to read, I have to, <laughs> yeah, I have to hold myself accountable. Yeah. You know, so I have to go do the thing, or you put yourself in a situation where you have to face it. But I think in the biggest thing with resilience is pretty much. You have to get. You have to just create the opportunity. Working small and getting bigger, like sense, setting up the bricks to build the house. Yeah, much. and and, it's, and that's the hard part for people to understand because, I think. Like people don't like that, like because like they see the little ones that they they, they don't want to acknowledge it. They want to and they buy into or, you know, they they make they they say like it's because of this, it's because of this, because of this, because they they need to face the fact that like you know you have, you're struggling, you have mm-hmm. a problem. You you have like if you want to make a change like you have trouble you have a problem with discipline you have a problem with, um, you know, facing challenges, right? And so what can you do to start pushing back that bar a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and with an athlete it's easy because you look at the training like okay I'm gonna if I have something I struggle and I and I keep pushing that little bar like it's a little bit higher higher higher, and and that that's really true for everything but just what it looks like for like school for example if a kid struggles with studying and and, and, and he, you know he's he like fails his classes and he gets real down himself well what habits can you change to make you more resilient okay so can you get people around you to study with you can you set goals can you do these and like even even making drills to like okay you're going to focus for 15 minutes and take a 5 minute break you're going to focus for 20 minutes and take a 7 minute break mm-hmm. and then you keep incrementally going up in that time for focus and you're building those right. goals it's pretty much goal setting that's pretty much what i'm explaining is goal setting mm-hmm. but so making the goals manageable for the person to yeah. do them because if you start saying i want to run a marathon and you go run a marathon and then you die it's like well you set yeah. this goal that's <laughs> yeah not reachable yeah and it doesn't quite make sense it's it's a it's a tricky one and that's why it's something that's it's honestly a really hot topic in psychology right now you know there's there's a lot of things forgot i know that there's like a program that like taught kids like why try like that there's a good one they're developing a whole resilience curriculum and like there there's a lot of places that are trying to find research and ways to help cultivate especially young kids about like hey when you face adversity how can i bounce back from it what can i do Mm -hmm. and i mean i think i think one big thing about resilience is is that social support it's like you don't do it alone yeah right because like you know 
I like when you're alone with your thoughts and you spiral again it's that snowball effect yeah yeah but it's it's a thing that it's a thing that everyone faces it's 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 kind of crazy too because we um we live in a culture that's so instantaneously in, in, like yeah. instant gratification yeah. so everyone has everything literally at the, their fingertips mm-hmm. and whatever they want they could just be like hmm i wonder what tom hanks did today ah tom hanks did this right yeah 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 and there's and i think there's just been this huge disconnect from people working towards what they have to do or not what they have to do but goals they have because things have gotten so entirely easy right you know you go to the store you don't have to go yeah kill a buffalo (laughs) you don't don't gotta go kill an elk you don't have to go raise a cow you don't have to trade your sheep like you just go give someone money and then you have everything you need and it's it's kind of interesting because you know that's a relatively recent within the past i don't know 120 years and it's i i wonder if back in the day people were just much more resilient because they had it was kind of a necessity thing no there was no choice Mm -hmm. so like like that's why like that's why i got lucky and i got taught that i felt like when i was like doing ranch work right because like let's say it's 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 raining it's going like i cannot not feed my animals like they're gonna get hungry i can't not check on them they could be outside and starve and die like i don't have a choice in the matter like to take care of shit like i need to go do the thing Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's a lot less is necessity right Mm -hmm. they didn't really have a choice because the 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 alternate what's the alternate option like especially if like if you're a farmer like you 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 starve and die you starve you don't make (laughs) it yeah like you you kind of you're put you're you're put in an uncomfortable situation that's what i was more thinking on now is that like kind of becoming comfortable with uncomfortable a lot of people like instant gratification you're not put in uncomfortable situations you you almost have to seek those out and the most resilient people oh my god like i follow a couple ultra marathoners yeah Yeah. on instagram holy shit like david goggins i I know i told you about him before did you follow him on instagram no i don't follow him. you should dude like he is nuts that's the shout out and you should and and you should read his book (laughs) because he talked like what you're talking about setting like little goals to achieve something he kind of just naturally did that and it wasn't even uh i wouldn't even say that it was him being like okay i must set these little goals to get to where i need to right because he wanted to be a navy seal Mm -hmm. um when he came out of high school he actually wanted to uh be a pararescueman yeah and he got into pararescue school couldn't swim and they got to swimming week and he just crumbled yeah right and um he ended up getting sick like sickle cell anemia he had a sickle cell anemia trait they didn't even have sickle cell anemia so he kind of after he got through the water week or whatever he kind of like he essentially kind of just bitched out he he told his instructors like hey you know the sickle cell trait thing like you know it was really freaking me out so what happened was he got out of they gave him like honorable discharge or something he got out of parent uh rescue school and then he ended up just being a uh, what's it called like just an exterminator and he ballooned up got to like 320 pounds or something like yeah. that and then um you know he's just thinking this whole time like what the fuck am i doing with my life this isn't even what i wanted to do yeah and then one day he came home and went on discovery channel and he saw there's I guess back in the day, there used to be this TV show where they show Hell Week, 
Um, yeah. Um, I remember watching that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They show Hell Week on Discovery Channel. And Hell Week, for people who don't know, is the Navy SEAL's toughest week in their entire academy. And he saw that. He's like, I want to do that. Then that, I don't know if it was that day or that next day, he like put down like his thing of ice cream. And he's like, I need to do this. And then he went on a run. And he ran a quarter of a mile. I think he didn't even make a quarter of a mile. Yeah. And then he walked. And then he came home and he cried. Yeah. Because it was just so emotionally draining for him to even take those steps. Because he's like, how, I want to be a Navy SEAL and I can't even fucking run. Yeah. But um, then after that, like, you know, he sat around for a couple more days and he's like, no, like, fuck this. Like, I, w- I want to do what I want to do. And he just naturally just found little things to work himself up to yeah. the big thing, which he ended up accomplishing. Um. But I think what you were saying about goal setting, you need to find that big goal and then kind of just draw a map of like, okay, well, to get to this very big goal, I need to go. And don't set time frame, time frames per se. Yeah. That's like a dangerous thing to play with. Like, because if you don't like goals are adaptable as well. Mm -hmm. Like not that like, Hey, you give up on it, but like they change, they don't look always. And Again, it's like what I, when, I, when you say that story, and I need to read his book, but like he created a lot of opportunities. He set those goals, but it's about opportunities. Like he put himself in uncomfortable situations. And the more, and, and it's the hardest thing, because I think that's almost the most important thing to teach people very early on, is that be uncomfortable. But it's okay, like to be comfortable with it. Like you're going to be like, um, I remember, it's like, it's like training. The first time you trained really hard, it felt really probably really terrible and it felt terrible it felt like, <laughs> I, was like dying. I don't know if i want to do this again and you do it again like oh wasn't this that bad yeah this and it becomes yeah. i just think that's what he put he gave himself so many opportunities and chances to finally start making that connection mm-hmm. and start understanding mm-hmm. like hey this is what and yes it's done by goals and it's about setting very like the base foundations that you need okay it's like if i need to be a navy seal I need to be able to run. I need to be able I need to, to swim. I, I need, need to, <laughs> yeah. I need to be able to eat right and like not like stay at this weight. Like I need to get myself in a weight where I can do something with it. Yeah, yeah. I need to take care of my body. It starts with like it's kind of starts with the journey of just making yourself better. Mm-hmm. And like again, like tying it back to sports, like that's why I life about it is because it's about all those components. Like how are you handling like even like because like an, if I look at an athlete. How is handling? How how are you handling things socially? How do you handle things like in this part of your life, emotionally in your life? Are you doing coping skills? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you being mentally prepared? How are you handling practices? How's it handling that realm in your life? Yeah. How are you handling then competition? Like you take all. How are you handling nutrition? And that, like not that I like a nutritionist, but I'm like okay, like are you addressing your are stuff? You are doing, you talking to your you team nutrition? Do. Are you doing your things to take care? And get yourself mentally available to be perform the best. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this holistic living thing where like okay all these pieces play together yeah yeah and also perspective ties deeply into that too right i mean sometimes you need to talk to some like let's say you're a sports psychologist and i'm having an issue with whatever sometimes you need that other perspective to you know open your eyes to what now i don't want to say what reality is because i mean like some people might just interpret things differently but to another idea about what is going on right yeah so I'm in a fire fire academy right now, and uh, a couple weeks ago we we had like this really rough day. I'm talking really really rough. It was just very physically demanding, right? Yeah. And um, at the very end, like we got punished for something. 
Or I wouldn't say punished, but we just got extra, a little yeah. extra oomph. Added on. <laughs> added on stuff because people messed up. extra spice. In yeah. <laughs> a little hootspah <laughs> on there. <laughs> um, but, you know, we got a little a little bit of push-ups and whatever. And, uh, you know, at the very end, one of the guys was like, oh, my gosh, we should never, like, fuck up again because, like, I don't ever want that to happen to me ever again. And, um, you know, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, guys, you know, with everything, it's, it's just time. Yeah. That's all it is. Anything physical, it's just time. It's not... I was trying to explain to them, like, you have to be comfortable with just doing something, knowing it's going to end. And I think that's something very valuable, especially for... Um, I guess for athletes or if you're doing anything very, very physical because things will end. It sucks. It'll suck in the moment, right? Yeah. Like if, you know, like that guy you were talking about, like, you know, put on the running shoes and walk outside. Yeah. That's going to suck. In that moment, it's going to suck. You're going to be very vulnerable. And that's what it, you're just putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. If you're overweight and you walk outside, you could be thinking about multiple things. You'd be thinking about, oh my gosh, like I haven't taken this many steps in, you know, yeah. how many weeks. I'm going outside. I haven't seen anyone outside. Everyone's going to be looking at me. Everyone's going to be judging yeah. me. Yeah. You're just all these thoughts going in through your mind, right? But all at the same time, you have to just think like it is a moment yeah. in time. Yeah. That will pass. And that moment is only is only going to be held onto you as long as you want it to be because if you just walk outside and you come inside and you just let it let it go it happened then it is what it is yeah and you and i think uh i think people need to really think about just the time of how do i want to say this that we're living in in like we're living a life that is full of moments and none of those moments really move on with us i felt like i really butchered that but i know what you're meaning like (laughs) moments in time but moments will pass yes and then becomes history and then as history goes on goes like it's like saying like something i mean like something embarrassing happens over time people kind of like kind of diminishes off a little bit right like and 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 not that like whatever you're doing is embarrassing but like if you have a moment that kind of sucks like it's gonna pass it's gonna go by it's gonna continue on like i I, I, when you said that i picture people like doing their first jujitsu class and and like they're They're just getting thrown they're they're, they're like they're like like they're like will these warm-ups ever end yes they will (laughs) (laughs) they will and they will suck and they will suck less eventually well, like, and then to your purple ball and you start skipping them, but no, but like, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why it's such a culture thing, but apparently, uh, warm ups, who I, needs this? I know, I was like, I'm so good, I can just, yeah, no, no, still do warm ups, but like, you, people like, like, will that, like, I feel like when people are doing stress and they're thinking at that moment, like, oh my god, I don't know, you just stick into it, and it's that, it's that, again, the uncomfortability, and like, yeah, it's just a moment, it goes away, like, you're eventually gonna get to the end. Mm hmm. It may feel like an eternity in the moment. Yeah. But you're going to get to the end of it. Yeah. You know, and just being able to do that again and mm-hmm. again and again until it becomes something that's like, it's just normal. It's it's like, just, yeah, yeah. Normalize it. Yeah. And, and the, and if you, I don't say it becomes a limiting factor if you don't, because it's, and, and the thing is that what people think, oh God, and, and 
when people grab onto things or like and they and they play it to themselves and like I'm like I, I like there's something wrong with me no everyone has this struggle and like the thing is that like my like I have my own areas where like it's just a moment of doing stuff and I hope my roommate listens to this I'm sorry I will do the dishes I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> doing dishes I suck at it I don't know why I just didn't do a ton of it uh, all right so listen yeah. it is uh what time wait wait wait, wait. yeah what day is it day is March it. uh I don't have my phone no, we're no, no. Come back. It is May eighth. May eighth. All right, May eighth. Dishes done yes. by Quentin. Yeah, I, I will go back home today and do the dishes. It's also my big sister's birthday, so I like had to do that phone call. Such a bad brother. Such a bad brother. So funny. I'm not. No, I, I need didn't to make remember. A call really quick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my. It's, it's my sister's birthday. I can't do it at midnight because then it's not good. Dude, it's late. I know. <laughs> I'm not, I do care. Uh, but, oh God. Uh, and I also didn't like, explain kind of like context. Like I, I'm doing like, you know, mental health work right now, but I'm going to go back to school in a couple of years. Like my goal and my philo- like thing is that I, I want to counsel athletes, but I want to be an athlete first. Like in you know high school, I did a little bit of sports and like stuff. I never got to train really well. I got to train in Sacramento and I'm like, I have a, like, I, you know, I get to train with some really high level people and there's opportunities where I get to compete in boxing and compete in jujitsu. And I want that experience because like, I don't want to walk up to some athlete and be like, I get it. You know, like, I know what you're going I get through. you. I don't work out and I, I don't do jujitsu yeah, and I don't do wrestling. I've never done a sport high level, but I'm going to tell you but I how to get, get a high it. level. <laughs> and like, that makes no sense to me. And I was yeah. like, I need to have some yeah. sort of like understand right how they like handle. Because like, I, I'm just, just looking at ultra marathoners. And they talk about it like so casually, like, yeah, I just ran 50 miles yeah. a day. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's insane. What How do you, do you mean do whatever? That? <laughs> like, I had a, I met I met a girl like um Flea Feet, like the lady that was like helping me with my shoe, like getting some shoes. And she's like, Oh, I run 50 miles. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like, you know, like I go running. Uh, she's like talking to me about running, and she's like, Oh, I go running with my dog. That sucks though, because he has to take breaks. I'm like, you have like an Australian cattle dog. Wait, what? And you run your dog into the ground. Like an animal that is like four legged <laughs> that can literally made. run, and then you're like, oh, it sucks. You know, like I, I didn't get to run a hundred because I, you know, he has to take a couple of breaks. I was like, I'm like in my head, I'm like, what, what? are you running? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I couldn't imagine running. Uh, my parents have two dogs. I couldn't imagine running those dogs to the ground. They they run, they run fast, yeah. and they run for a long time. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, man. What kind of dogs are they? They're uh, Springer Spaniels. Yeah. Um, they're just like little, little bird dogs pretty yeah. much, but like, oh my God, Hank is so annoying. So have a male, female, um, Hank, if you take him on a walk and you put like leashes on him, he's just whining. He's like, oh, oh, and he's so excited. He's just so excited to yeah. be out and he just wants to run. And I swear to you, it's like, as soon as you even like take off, you're in a field or something, you just take off the leash. Boom! He's just off running. He has this big smile on his face. His ears are flapping. He's just like, oh my god, oh my god! I'm out here. I'm doing it. I'm doing the run. I'm free. I'm free. Oh my god! You know, that's like that meme where like let the dog the 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 leash on the ground. You look at the dog and you're like, I'm out of here. Peace. No, oh. it's, yeah, dude. I. But it's so cool seeing him like just be so happy. But that's how I imagine ultra marathoners. Like, like they're just happy to run. <laughs> oh. I'm like, whatever. But, like, people do, like, crazy, like, things, and I can't imagine it, and I can't fathom it, but they somehow got to the point where, like, oh, this sucks, but I'm, I'm so game for it. Let's yeah, man. Let's do this freaking thing. Powerlifters, like, lifting a crazy amount of time of weight. 
I'm gonna carry this like freaking gigantic stone, stone on my shoulder stone. and throw it over me. I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. No, every, everyone has their thing that yeah. you know other people find crazy, right? I mean, you know, uh, freaking Joe Rogan had on Alex Honnold. Have you seen? Uh, oh, I, yeah, uh, I one of my free solo. I love hearing that guy talk. Like, I it's because like just his brain is like so Al- hyper. Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like oh, yeah. obviously very unique way of thinking, very hyper focused. Yeah, and it's just like just how like oh it's just, it's just what it is. how it is what it is right and yeah. it, I mean for those of you who don't know Alex Honnold uh, climbed up this huge wall I'm talking this huge wall in Yosemite four thousand feet four thousand meter meters I don't know just four, I know he did El Capitan like four thousand yeah so El Capitan just this massive granite slab and he did it with nothing like nothing nothing I, my like. Again, people, I, it's been like so long since it's released. And, like I watched it again, I'm like my palms are sweating. Like just to think. The first time I saw that, I knew he made it. I knew it because oh. people told me, and I was watching. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Last weekend we actually went to Yosemite, and uh, I I've never been since I was like four. Yeah. So I didn't really know. I didn't really appreciate it, and <laughs> we drive into Yosemite, Jen and I, and I just look to my left, and I see El Cap, and I it made me sick. It, just, it didn't make me sick like oh that big piece of granite like make, no it made me sick that knowing that a human being climbed up that freaking wall and, and it, with nothing with and the, absolutely nothing. when he describes himself he's like i'm like a very average climber blah 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 this and that like i mean he just did it for a very long time and he yeah. just kept doing it and like that's the thing it's this people don't realize that it may take years, but like when your goals are there, like whatever, it's there and available to you. You mm-hmm. can do the freaking thing. You'll get you there. Know, you'll get there. It may take some time. May, maybe some bumps along the road. Maybe an injury or two. But you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. And the thing is that too is like it doesn't have like I do like in the in the whole like physical attributes of human beings like how Honnold does or like I'm trying to think of another. I can't uh, think of any. I can't think of anyone else right on the top mm-hmm. of my head, but like just people with just crazy physical abilities but also there's like the same deal with like arts i think like that's the thing when people i think like just kind of like i'm really obsessed with like passion right like i so curious why people develop the passions they like they do and i think everyone needs to find and cultivate that because you know that becomes the thing that you get to suck at you get to struggle with but you you get reward from you feel fulfillment Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. and and uh like the way i feel like you should be active and healthy and things like that but like um you know like people things people can do with like violins or things people can do with music or how they can create or how they just dedicate themselves so much to the singular task that they just become so good to it like good at it right and they're not i I guarantee alex is not focusing on how other people perceive him or how other people kind of think of how he's doing he just does the thing yeah right because it's about it's it's honestly like extremely passionate like it's a little bit selfish no it's totally selfish and i don't think i think people want to discredit i mean i don't i don't want to say discredit selfishness but they always think selfishness is viewed in a negative sense yeah. if you're selfish then it's like oh oh you shouldn't be selfish ever in your entire yeah. life if you want to be a doctor you shouldn't be doing it for money you should be doing it because you need you want to help people or whatever and that's you know whatever right but when you're when you have passions like you're ultimately doing it for yourself yeah. you're not doing it for other people like yeah. if i want to be a doctor i'm doing it because I want to be a doctor. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you might find fulfillment in helping other people. You know, helping people recover from injuries or yeah. X, Y, Z. Right. But ultimately, it's because it's something that you 
find enjoyment in. It's not like I'm doing this because I don't find any enjoyment in this. Yeah. You need to find enjoyment in what you want to do. It's, it's just how it is. Like, I work mental health. I work with people. I'll be, like, I feel self-enjoyment satisfaction if I see change in somebody and I see that I got to help them. Mm-hmm. That's very selfish in the way that, like, I want to help, like, I want to feel good about helping. Right, right. Right? I'm thinking, like, I, my action, like, and that's, like, people think, oh, it's, like, your work is this. I'm, like, it's like anyone else. We all work to provide for ourselves and help and support ourselves. It is selfish in a way, but not in the negative context or connotation that people always add to it or, like, hey, you're selfish, you're kind of taken away from things. Yeah, right? You're no. taken away and just focusing on you. No, like, there's there's selfishness and passion. I think there's, like, a mutual thing going on there because it's not that you're taking um, the situation, like, if uh, I don't know, let's just say that um, I have this passion and I'm doing it strictly because it only benefits me. Let's say, uh, I don't know, like, I... I I'll say drug dealing or something like that, yeah. right? Like just something, you know, that seems to like I'm benefiting me and I'm not benefiting you. I mean, yeah. unless you have a skewed sense of morals and you're like, well, I'm giving you what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like for the most part, people do things because they want to do them. And a lot of times it's like a symbiotic relationship. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm doing what I want to do, but also you're also enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. So we're, we're good here. Yeah, it's like the whole deal with like, coaching or let's say teaching or a lot of like even food industry business right like you're providing means to provide for other things whether it's like even if you do business you're providing either for yourself or your family or things like that you're you're providing to another means or things that other people are going to enjoy yeah um coaching a lot of times like people like to bring up the other athletes or i i think so that's another thing that like if you ever have a chance to kind of look in um, my big sister that I forgot the birthday of and I'll own up and feel like I'm a terrible human being I knew like I had today happened too I was like I'm going to get in trouble for something and I'm like thinking about what it is <laughs> hey at least you called I did it was <laughs> I mean so, it wasn't terribly late she's working doing her thing like but the thing is that like if you look at like something that, that's so fascinating to me as far as passions and as like, far as like understanding how performance goes is chefs like it is so cool like, if you see a kitchen run, it's a lot like a sports team. Oh, it's like art, really. Oh, I mean, like, so it's, fascinating. you have to feel everything's super flowy. Oh, man. Everyone has their job. It's so cool. And, like, and, it, and I just, I have just such, like, a fascination with it. Just because, like, you're right, you have an idea. It's an art expression, but also it's, like, getting all the food to the table. It's, it's all everyone working as a team and fluid. If one person messed up, the whole line's messed up. Everyone's doing a, like a single task to a high performance level. I feel like very high level cooking. Yeah, yeah. That's just that to me. Like they have resilience. They have to have to their own developed skills to become like a good athlete, a good performer. Yeah, yeah. And and you can find that anywhere. It's not only in you know sports cooking. Yeah. Like uh, talking to my lieutenant, he said, "I love firefighting because it's like art when it's done well." Yeah. Because everyone has their job. Everyone's doing thing almost seamlessly working together and having this you know flow to what's going on and it's i wish people more people had more wonder about things they weren't involved in yeah because there's a lot of things i'm not involved in but i find wonder and how do people make music i don't get it it doesn't make any sense to me but seeing my friends who are musically inclined and them make a song it's like whoa that is nuts you know and that goes into like a healthy area i think being a human being is being curious 
be like be curious like like you're curious about how they put music yeah like be curious about kind of the ways that people trust around you and that also helps cultivate your own mm-hmm. again like I, again i just i don't know i'm just like everyone has passion everyone needs passion all the time like i just think that every, it's 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 something just so important yeah right and and because like when you have something that you're passionate about then you are curious about others and you kind of like or you, you you're able to communicate in that way yeah yeah and right. and like yeah like i don't understand music at all but like the way that people put lyrics together like oh what was it <laughs> i was like such late to the game one of the kids i was working with like uh i didn't like a music activity like music and a time with emotions and they start playing me tupac and <laughs> no nice. and i start yeah. reading the lyrics i'm like oh my god like this guy's telling a story in it this is like so cool how is he like he's he's like you know and like um one of my other kids like he was making raps and his raps were like you know not so like great in that grant like the in the eyes of like this the workers around and i was like okay but the thing is that's how he was expressing his reality yeah that's he was he it was his outlet that's cool that's amazing Mm -hmm. that's its own way like it's your own way of dealing with your stuff and like getting better and that that to me is like what's most important yeah. so like find that art whatever the art is firefighting can be an art freaking anything can be an art yeah it's a way of expressing yourself and i think if you find something that like you express and go i can understand you a lot more in seeing you do that thing than a five-minute conversation yeah i see who you are right and and i feel like that gets lost and i and unfortunately like and it starts with like really young i think it starts at young age i think passion's cultivated and so um it, it takes time yeah you know and and if, like your parents are not like supporting different means or like you don't have those resources available it's hard to find those things i think it's like passions usually developed like by an event like something some some kind of call to action which is which is cool yeah. like that happens a lot you see something cool and you're like hey that's yeah cool. like oh that's that's awesome right you see the sports team you're like i get affiliation that or like cooking or or like um you know like people i know a lot of people in mental health like when i got into the field or into school you either you got into psych either because you yourself have mental issues and you're trying to figure it out. You have a family member that had mental issues and you're trying to like understand. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> or like you're introverted and weird and want to do research, which I think is cool, but also you're very socially awkward and it's fun. And, then, <laughs> yeah. and everyone talks to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to talk to them because it's like so much fun to find their brain. <laughs> but like, um, you know, like you, you figure it out. You just, mm-hmm. you just kind of like start setting yourself up in a situation and... I think it's important then to, and then tying it back, like to far develop that passion, like parents or like people, just put yourself in those situations where you can be uncomfortable to find that thing like, hey, that pulls me. Because I feel like it ties everything else and it requires you the comfortability to communicate with people mm-hmm. and then understand and, 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 and be curious. And I feel like, I feel like you just have more fulfillment of that. Right? Yeah. And then if you have, if you take care of those things and you feel more understanding of what you need, in like a holistic manner then you like perform better because mm-hmm. like every job's a performance i think that's why i think sports psychology is like oh just athletes it could sports be techs, anything sports yeah. techs are starting to get hired by police departments by military yeah. by anything it's a performance field yeah there's a one of the sports like um uh workshops i went to a comedian was there really it was really cool interesting yeah because he so uh he focused on a ppr routine or a pre-performance routine where things to get himself mentally ready just to flow and 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 like interesting yeah, yeah. and it's so like for those like obviously i think it's like a hot topic is like flow state like flow state is that peak level of like mental arousal where you're like ready to just perform it. yeah oh, it's so funny because like even even that 
Like, it's so crazy. Everyone, it looks different. Like, I had a friend that was a boxer, and he slept on the couch before this boxing fight. I'm like, Super hit, calm. Yeah, calm. Like, his, his, the, his peak performance level of mental arousal was, like, nearly falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, near the back end, mm-hmm. you know? And he woke up, fought, knocked the dude out in, like, two minutes. Went right back to went sleep. Back to sleep. <laughs> he laid back on the couch, and he was like, cool, call me when the next one's up. I was like, this guy's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, like, like my friend, other friends, and he was like freaking just, out. He, he was just trying to calm down to let himself flow. Yeah. Like that was like, that was his thing. Yeah. So. It's, it's pretty crazy. Cause I know me as an athlete personally, or me when I have to perform, I am, I am relatively like once it's go time, I'm super calm. Yeah. Like super, super calm. And you know, and, and my prior academy, they want you to be so amped up. And so just, ah, go, yeah. go. And me. I work better when I'm not like that. Sure, on the yeah. inside, I'm feeling like, huh, I'm adrenaline's going. Like I need to, I need to go. I need to go. Yeah. I need to go. But I'm not like super just amped. Yeah. Externally, um, but I think finding that that optimal level of what you yeah. need to do to perform is super important. Right, firefighting. Right, yeah. there's a performance level to it. Right, yeah. like if you're not have your A game. You, like, you get put in situations where mistakes are costly. Yeah. You know? Mistakes mean that, you know, like, people could die or, like, you yourself could get hurt or other situations. You have to be in a peak level to be able to be mentally focused in that moment. Right? And so, yeah. again, that goes to the point where understanding that, hey, that's not the mental level that you need to be at. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to be amped up. If you're amped up, you can become anxious and then, therefore, like, jittery or something right, like that. Right, You're calm and focused let yourself be that that's where you peak it so let's get you there yeah and so having everyone understand what their levels are what their thing needs to be and then get into that moment when right. you're ready to right. show time right right ultimately i don't know i i see it useful everywhere yeah and that's what like fascinates me i'm like oh, it just doesn't apply just to sports Even oh no i think athletes are the biggest nutcases on the planet <laughs> earth they're so insane especially fighters i freaking they're nuts I say because I'm I'm crazy. But. Oh my gosh! I was at the Kind podcast yeah. the couple weeks ago, and or I guess it was last week when they had Aspen and uh, yeah, the other girl I forgot her name, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you guys are built differently, just mentally for yeah. me. Just so so different, right? And um, it's so it's just so it's so interesting. It is so interesting people's motivations for doing things when we're all so different. Yeah. And that was, you know, it's just something I, I kind of noticed. Yeah. Like, they all have different kinds of ways of, like, processing and being. They're all, like, I don't know. It's it's just, it's just nuts. Because, like, you, like, everyone handles it differently. There's guys that are, like, the businessman. They're, like, okay, I'm cool, calm, collected, blah, blah, blah. There's, like, the family man. Like, the guy's, like, I just do this for my family and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's the psychos. They're, like, I just like, want to kill someone. I, I know. <laughs> like, I just want to feel alive. And, like, <laughs> I just want to fight. I know. And, and like and like they just love it and like all of them love it too like they have to do it they have to love it and that's like because like i know for myself like i say it because like i'm like oh it's a way to and I, I try to be like all poetic about it and i do like it's an, it's my art like i get to express myself when i box somebody or like when i fight and or when i do jiu-jitsu like it's my it's my style i get to show mm-hmm. i get to express myself but also i'm like I really just like hitting somebody. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know how to do it. When I get in the face, like, my nose gets busted. I get more amped up. I'm like, hell yeah. All right, let's do this. And I'm like, this is game time. And I'm like, this is not a normal thought. Yeah, <laughs> like, This yeah. is, but 
it, it works. Like, it yeah. works for everybody, yeah. you know? In totally different ways. It's so And then, like, what was it? I'm trying to think. Like, just even the mindsets of, of, of people, just, like, uh, well, what was it? What would be a good example? I think, like, for golfers, I think of people in the Olympics, where they do a similar task, how methodical they be, like, with it. I'm like, that's kind of driving, like, you have to deal with so much stress. Like, they don't, like, I, I love watching athletes, because, like, um, a lot of athletes in social situations are very much struggle <laughs> with social situations, because, like, they, like, talk about shows, they talk this, but, like, an athlete, you don't get that. Like, you, you, you wake up and you train. You wake up, you train, you perform, or you go home. You train, train, go to bed. Maybe yeah. you have some time to do some other stuff, but you train. That's why, like, people that, that do athletes or sports, they much, much, like, connect to each other and stay in a community because it's hard to understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, like even talking to my, my colleagues about it, like, like um, I'm like, I, I'm freaking out if I don't, like, I... I train because of work it, it's hard like I want to train more than like one hour but like if I train three hours I'm like yes mm-hmm. that's a perfect day like I, if I could train five hours I would like my days off I'm like, oh. that's all I want to do I just I just want to train all day and like for them like oh that's, that sounds like it just doesn't click it doesn't like this I'm like oh I love it I love how it sucks I love how it goes in this and that and mm-hmm. blah 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 and, and just that becomes its own thing and I, and I honestly feel like a lot of times like athletes it feels very isolating that's why they need the people around them yeah you they know need the people with the same kind of mindset yeah and like i think with like i feel like with with athletes it starts getting to where like you get attracted to people with similar mindsets like i mean like i i, I say i say this for everybody we're like find people with similar goals and values that go to it and like for me like i have to be around people like I want I have goals I want to accomplish therefore I need to find people like that's why I like talking to you like you have goals and sets and like you have a different way of kind of approaching it so like it becomes easy to talk right mm-hmm. you, you understand what kind of the suck feels like and you yeah. understand mm-hmm. you kind of understand what it comes to the grind of it and kind of like this like so it's easier to connect with it right right you know yeah. so like that's that's like it becomes like almost like finding your people kind of thing yeah right community is so important so important and it's in anything you do. It's so like let's say you do music, find people, find your people. Find like, people who are into I, music. Yeah. Um. Like I play D. I do D and D. Same, dude. Yeah, you do. Yeah. No, swear, swear to God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you have a character. Uh, well, fuck. Like, okay. So I was in a campaign with some friends, uh, right before pandemic. Yeah. And then pandemic happened. I no. haven't played since, so okay. it's been like a year and a half or so. But uh, no, I had um. His name was uh. Xander. Yeah, his name was Xander. He was a fighter. Yeah. And he was... Classic. He was dumb, <laughs> but he had very niche things yeah. he was very intelligent at. And I wouldn't tell anyone what, what they were. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it would be a random thing where it's like, I'm going to do a history check on that. And my history was really high. <laughs> and I'd roll something way. crazy. And then... Is like, oh yeah, you know exactly what these people are, who they're about, and like, I'd explain like this whole grand <laughs> this story about, like, yeah. and then everyone, everyone in my party's like, Xander, where the heck did that come from? And it's like, oh, did you guys not, did you not know this? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that's my heck of funny. Yeah, I, yeah. I got lucky. Like my brother's my DM, so like he 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 controls all of it. We did like tabletop simulator, and so we stand. Oh, so you're doing thing. yeah yeah. We have a new campaign right now, and like I've. My guy, my character's name is Nami. It's like a, uh, he's a, he's a water genasi and he's a monk. 
Nice. And, like, and all I pretty much like think like he's a monk. I'm like he's the like I pretty much like was trying to think of original character. I'm like I pretty much made the Wisher. I'm That's like funny. he just wants yeah. to hunt monsters. Yeah. Secretly looking for his parents. Nice. You know, like he he doesn't handle failure well. So like every time he's like messed up and like, <laughs> just like mm. it goes off. You know, <laughs> he tries to be honorable all the time, but like gets really just easily can't. pissed off. Oh, that's you know, funny. So, oh my god, and so, no, like that, like you know, like those things, like, like those are your people too. Like, like, yeah. like you find the people that match it, and you find yeah. that kind of community. And I think that's also, like, it's just so important. I think Super it's so important, important for everything, because yeah. it's not just like one component that plays up to everything. It's very much holistic. I, I just I feel like like when it comes to take care of your body in a way where like okay, nutrition where you feel good in the day. Like it looks different for everybody. I'm not saying like you have to go on some crazy diet, blah blah blah. Just do something every day. Yeah. Find the people that you feel, or like if you don't have those people, look for them. I know. You're yeah, gonna. They're out there, there. there are tons of people. There's tons of people out there. I'm a very awkward human being, and there are people that I get along with. But <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's very fun <laughs> yeah. when you finally find one. Like yeah. like I'm like I don't I don't understand you. I don't understand you. And like I, I I like say one nerdy thing. They give like a nerdy response back. I'm like hey. <laughs> like you i like you <laughs> I you like understand you. me great. yeah well like it's like the pikachu like you, you can hear me yeah, um, but yeah so it, it just boils down to that i know we're jumping all over the place and it's so much fun but like yeah it is community is important i think setting little goals challenging yourself if these are just basic or not basic things but like these are major milestones major things you have to do as human beings and, really. and, and the thing is like when you realize like and my favorite thing to look at with people is that everyone has like a milestones and i know this is very much like american thing probably and stuff like that but like everyone goes to the point where they finally like trying to figure out themselves like okay i'm like i'm gonna what does it mean to become an adult or like take care of myself and things that happens at different points some kids have to figure that out at 16 some kids figure that out when they're 30 because they, 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 you know, never really had to put themselves in never that situation. Never really grew up, yeah. Um, people have to then, like, check on themselves and realize, like, okay, who around me is really supporting me or, or not? Like, and let go of those people and invest time into people that want to make you better or, like, that, that make you feel better. Like, if you're hanging out with friends and you feel cr- cruddy, probably not your people. We'll be around people that make you feel better, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. like, or they go through the milestone of, like, um, you know... I think I think it ones a lot like putting you know the weight of words of other people you know yeah. like they start focusing yeah. on themselves and then becoming self sufficient being able to understand like 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 um how, how could I think of an example like talking with friends even like friends that versus you know like people can have goals and strive and live behind. I know people have certain situations I lived in all for a long time until like I could get my own place and all the other things set up like in and out of school I'd, I get it but like there's a different thing when you're like living on your own and you have to take care of all your own bills and all your own stuff and stuff you have adulting. a different what adulting pretty much adulting. Just, you go full-blown adulting and then you understand okay that milestone yeah right yeah it, it, it's different for everybody right and so there's a right. lot of social ones that people need to realize where it's yourself accountable it's you know setting those goals it's um like not putting putting yourself around the people that you want to be around and like that's another big milestone that people 
that I feel like they go through. Yeah, yeah. I still see it every now and then. Hopefully, like, I find more and I can make a list one day and just put it out, like, the, the, like adulting milestones. <laughs> Things Quentin has done in his life. Buy a couch. Important and I'm like, one. <laughs> like, I bought a couch for the first time. I felt, like, so proud of myself. It's like, and then, <laughs> yes, didn't get this off breaks list. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, built a computer. Like, yeah, like, that's a check, man. Like, like I adulted did this. It. I did not forget my electricity bill this one day. I'm like, yeah. Sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually did that in the first apartment that I got. Um, I for, like I, I set it up, but I guess I set it up late or something, and I just messed up, and the power turned off. And I was like, that's weird. Oh. Oh, I need to call Smith. I need to pay for this. Yes. No. <laughs> call. Oh, my bad. Hello. So, yeah, yeah, all these little milestones. Yeah. God, I think... It's a fun milestone. What's a fun adulting milestone? Oh, God. What was one for me? Like... I think it was like, oh, no, I don't want to get in that telling, one. That was pretty big. Telling my parents no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I think, uh, oh, man, what was it for me, man? I think, I, I feel like uh, me, like, I think, I think one of the things when I moved up to Sacramento, that was like a huge, like, adulting milestone, yeah. was uh, I immediately had to find a job. And not that I've never found a job before, yeah. but it had a little kind of different umph to it because it I had like, I took like a like two week break of me not working. And then I was like, I definitely don't have enough savings to buy food. Yeah. So I like emailed every single gym from Davis to Sacramento. And I was like, Hey, I have all this gym experience. Please hire me. Yeah. And you know, I actually had a response like three days later and you know, I ended up working at davis but at that moment like i i super hyperly remember that moment because it was like oh shit i can't just not work i can't just not do anything because if i don't do anything i am not going to eat and if i don't eat i will be very unhappy (laughs) (laughs) this will not be good for me. this will not be good so i need to i need to do that so i that was that was a good one i think that was like not that it's not even that I didn't value work before because I always I always have, but it was just like an, an extra thing where it's like okay, it's serious now. So, it's so not like, just when, savings. When st- like crap hits the fan, like okay, now I need to step up the gear and yeah. have, like take care of it. It's like oh, I have to do this. Gosh, I think I have to. I don't know. Recent one, I think I don't know. Like for me, <laughs> I mean, I like it. Like, I've been, like my twin sister. I have a twin sister. Don't imagine the girl version of me. Um, <laughs> it does not look like me. But, like, I feel like I'm adulting milestone. I think it's, like, adulting in a way of, like, family. Because, like, you know, like, everyone's family dynamics are different. Like, ours, like, I, I struggled at first, but now, like, becoming very tight-knit. Like, my twin sister, I, like, schedule, like, the gatherings. And so, like, oh, nice. like that's something adults yeah. is, like, we coordinate on that and, like, kind of, like, kind of put it together. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's sort of, like, a little milestone. And, like, going up, I think... I think one for me, like going out to the ranch and like I'm the one that kind of helps pick the projects now. Oh, it's yeah. not so much like, hey, like you do this, 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 and this. Like I've more of taken a lead. I'm like, okay, let's get this taken care of. Let's get this let's get this done. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. Let's try to fall this tree without killing ourselves for some reason. I don't know why it keeps getting close calls, but it's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I hate cutting trees sometimes. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm like, I'm sure there's a, like, we do it a smart way, but still sometimes it always feels like a little sketch. I, yeah, I've never fallen a tree yet. I, I'm sure I'm going to have to eventually. Yeah. But that's scary as shit, cutting yeah. down a tree. I just remember one of the, one of my, like, I don't know. 
if you ever like just ranch and I've, like this is just showing like where it kind of like might come from but, like ranch stuff like you get near death calls and you're like why like, <laughs> just why like we're cutting this this ridiculously huge oak tree and uh, my dad's like trying to like get it to help kind of pivot a different direction with the tractor and then like I cut it and it pops and it goes a little bit early and it, and, and, and it goes the wrong direction it's gonna go the wrong direction and uh like it's the dumbest thing ever because i'm like okay it's gonna hit the fence like we don't want to hit the fence okay great i'll chop the tree but rebuild the fence what do you do he's like save the gate like we have a gate you're like you're gonna unhinge it like that's the thing i'm like no i'm not gonna run under Uh, a falling tree tree. that's about to fall (laughs) and i'm like and then i see him getting off the tractor i'm like oh dang it i have to go do this thing walk under uh, second I knew it the second I walk on a tree I hear pop 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 and I'm like I'm like oh, oh my god and I start <laughs> sprinting as hard as I can like through and luckily the gate's like slightly open like sprint through the hole and I go on the back top of the trees hit my back and like knock me over and oh I'm my like god. I'm like again and then uh, the fence where it was just completely pancaked I'm just like no never again <laughs> <laughs> the funniest the funniest thing about that story I'm like sitting there I'm like Again, another close call by this. Like, why am I doing this all the time? And then my favorite thing is that we have a cow, and that cow, like, was, like, underneath the tree, knowing that the branches were going to come down that she could eat. She was like, oh, I'm so game for this. And we had to, I had to literally push her off before we cut it down. And I'm, like, laying there on the ground. I, I, I see I see my dad in the distance, like, resuming as normal. Like, nothing happened. Yeah. I didn't even check. I was like, he looks at me, he's like, he's not under the tree. He's fine. And, and and then I just see this this cow just running so happy like over me and just like goes to the breeze and like tree yeah tree, tree. <laughs> just looking at me I'm oh, like I love like, this I almost tree. died this is not smart I should do this less oh god but, that's fucking funny oh god that's a random side I have way too many moments of that oh no yeah <laughs> crap shit 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 I've also shit, like shit. oh god another one of like ugh. like this is my me being dumb it's called doing sketchy shit like way too early in the morning without enough coffee like one of our one of the rivers getting our, our, our river um one of the um bridges we had was getting flushed out the got clogged during like a big rainstorm and so like i'm like trying to knock it out with like a, a poker to like knock it to get depressed through or I pull out some big branches to get more water to finally flush it out and like i'm doing it i'm doing it safe and smart but i'm really tired i'm like being an idiot and i see this one branch in the water and I can't quite get it with the stick. I'm like, okay, and I reach in, grab it, and I pull it, and it's the one that caused it to go. So obviously as the water all goes, it sucked me in. Ah. And it sucked me in and like my head was just like an inch above the water. And I could took a second for me to like let all the water push through and the pressure change and I can pull out. And I was like, oh cool, I could have just sucked underwater for like a minute. Who knows how long. I know, and the water is like freezing cold. I'm like, that that's dumb. <laughs> Never been a dumb way to go. Not doing that again. No. No. Ten out of ten, but not doing that again. <laughs> so adulting for me is not done. Is <laughs> realizing that I should stop doing those things. You know, I will make the project. Stop trying to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine like just as a firefighter too, like putting in those situations. Like, like yeah. didn't you do so? Like wildfire training, you have to do all that, especially California. Yeah. Yeah. Like Burns that's... down a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on fire. Here. Yeah. 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 So I mean I'm sure I'll have those moments too where I'm just like, oof. That was close. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not good. No, but I even get those times in training, man. Like uh like you you gotta um un- unroll a hose or something. Yeah. And then like you're just so 
focus on doing the next thing. And typically when you unroll a hose or you set up the hose, you want to flank it out. And what that is, is like, make sure the hose is all um, pretty much straight. Cause you don't want any kinks. You don't want it like yeah, yeah, all yeah. wrapped around twisted and shit. And like even today, like I threw it out and like I was just ready to go. And I called for water and the water was not getting through the hose because it was all fucking wrapped Ooh. up. And I'm just like, why the fuck did I just do that? Like, I'm an, I'm an idiot, right? Like that, that, that sucks. Right. Yeah. Especially if there was a real fire and that happened, then I'm just dicking around with this. Hose. <laughs> There's a, oh, fuck, God damn it. Like shit. Like, let me imagine like the amount of pressure that goes in that sucker too. Like if you had yeah. an arm stuck weird or something's caught wrong, like, yeah, no. And like, and it, when those were full, I mean, wildland hose is a little bit lighter but when like the the like if this house is on fire you bring in like the the house pretty much the house hose yeah. like the structure hose like that shit is heavy it's hella heavy it's not it's not just like oh that's a little bit of water it's like <laughs> it's, it's just a lot man <laughs> so i mean like i'm sure i'm just gonna have some moments where i'm just be like why did i do that that was so stupid why why, why would i do that yeah. But, you know, anyways, Quinn, we're approaching like almost yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. So good talking. Yeah. That was dope. I yeah. hope you guys get something out of this conversation. Hopefully some inspiration. Something going on. Um, a little bit more. Yeah. About goal setting. And what else are we talking about? Goal Talk setting. About Resilience. Yeah. Some sports psychology. Don't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> something my phone does. Sports, sports psychology, goal setting, doing hard things, all things that are good for you as a human being. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Do you yeah. want to like plug your Instagram or anything? Um, I'm at Qman3210. It's private, so you know if I don't know you, sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> no, not. like I, I wish I could like I like for work stuff. I gotta like keep a lot of things. Oh, private that's now. right. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, I totally so, forgot. Yeah. yeah. So, fortunately with that. Um, but hey, you know we're in Sacramento. Support local fighters. Go to the events. It's super fun. Um, yeah. If you're ever wondering, go do a jujitsu class. It you know learn some self defense. I always recommend it. Um, you know. If you're struggling, like, see a therapist. That's not weird. It's not bad. It helps. Like, honestly, a lot of people, you'd be surprised how many people actually need the support. Yeah. Um, you don't suck. Your parents are people. What other life lessons I can share? <laughs> Your parents are people. <laughs> parents do shit. <laughs> yeah. They're just like anyone else figuring out. Yeah. We're all figuring shit out. Yeah. So I just understand. I'm trying to think other, like, psychology lessons that, like, I share right away. That, like, people are Last very surprised. Things. We all have me coping skills. Your coping skills is just one thing. Find more. Everyone sucks at things. Everyone sucks. Failures. Nobody knows what's going on. No one, as a progressive as an adult, a milestone is knowing that you still don't know shit all the fucking time. Yeah. (laughs) You just don't know anything. You realize that, oh, every other people don't as well. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Well, Quinn, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Boom. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. See you guys next week.